This is AFCast, the video game podcast. And here's your host, Malcolm Shiver. A new season of Apex Legends just dropped and it brought along the very definition of death, Revenant. Revenant is our new legend in the game, and he also brings along with him the company that made him, Hammertech. They set up new bases around World's Edge, which causes the surface to crack. They also brought along with them a new weapon to try out for yourself. This week on AFCast, we are going to be talking about the new season of Apex Legends, Annihilation. I'm here with Bryce M, and uh, yeah. So we're first going to be talking about the new legend, which is Revenant. Uh, So in our episode uh, where we talked about leaked legends and the Halloween update, uh, which you should definitely check out, uh, (laughs) um, we talked about Revenant as one of the possibly leaked uh, legends. Um, And so then he was able to have the passive that he actually has now, which is Stalker, which he's able to crouch walk faster and able to climb higher up walls than uh, than any of the other legends can do. Um, and then he is he was also able to in the leak he was able to throw like a poison dart um, that would do damage over time and that could actually ping people. Um, and then he also had a poison bomb that was his ultimate that would do like an area of effect type damage that was like caustic and also ping people. Um, and that was like his regular stance. And then he also had his shadow stance that you could do where he actually has, where he actually had the abilities that he has now. Um, and that is that his tactical is silence, which is throwing a device that deals damage and disables enemies abilities for 10 seconds. And then his ultimate is the death totem, which essentially you just drop this like, I mean, it is a totem, but I don't know how to describe it quite. Well, like a diamond-like thing that's the kind of just floating. The little thing that is like above Sims' heads. Yeah, it looks exactly like that, um, except for like scary and red and dark death. and death. Um, and instead of and if you you have to walk up to it and you have to hold X on it uh, or whatever your interaction button is. Um, we play Xbox, so it was X for us. Uh, and. If you die, instead of getting downed, you end up coming back over to the death totem with one health and full shields. Actually, the thing about it is when you use the death totem, it doesn't, when you take damage, it doesn't take from your shields. So if you're in the state where it would revive you, you only take damage to your health, not to your shields. I noticed that when we were playing the other day. Really? I'm pretty sure I was still taking shield damage. I noticed multiple times where I would get into fights and my shield would stay all the way up and I would just, all my health would go and my shield would stay the entire time. Hmm. All right. Well, you only come back with one health anyway. So, um, but yeah, so whichever one of those is true, I, that the, the one that Bryce is saying makes more sense where you just lose your health instead. Um, but it does have a certain period of time that it lasts. Uh, I'd say it's about, what, like 45 seconds maybe? Like a minute? Yeah, 30 seconds to a minute, somewhere in there. Yeah, um, until it runs out. And I'm pretty sure once you use the death totem, uh, you cannot use it again. Uh, no, I used it again the other day. Really? Uh, one day I was playing Revenant when we were playing, and I actually used the death totem twice. Oh, all right. And then Revenant also has the low-profile ability that, like, Wraith has, where 
Uh, Revenant will take plus 5% damage because of his reduced hitbox. Um, so, yeah. So I haven't personally played Revenant yet because for some reason when we started playing again, it got rid of all of my credits in the game. So, so but Bryce was able to buy it with Apex coins. So, you know, tell us your experience with that. <laughs> well, I play characters like Pathfinder and stuff a lot where it's a lot faster pace and that really changes with Revenant because his thing is more around stealth and playing very tactically and I really like that in a character it's just in my opinion Apex to my playstyle hasn't fit that character well enough yet but with Revenant I, f I actually really like the character because you have that faster movement speed when he's crouched and stuff so you don't make nearly as much noise because that's something I notice a lot is the faster moving characters and stuff that I like to play very very loud <laughs> but that um increased movement speed while you're crouched is really nice because then you can be quieter when attacking people and the silence ability the only thing i really have to say about that is it's really nice that you can hold that like you can hold your hand out ready to fire it and have your gun aimed in the other hand so you could fire with one hand and use the silence ability with the other at the same time so it, it's a very small thing, but it's really nice, and it feels very user-friendly. And then with the Death Totem, that's kind of with the team thing, but I just feel like it's a little overkill. <laughs> like, not the, not the actual ability, but just the fact that it's, way, it's very obvious that someone used it. Mm. It it's, makes a noise. It's very bright. Illuminates everything around it. You can't destroy it, though. Yeah. Which I've, I've tried that before. So, But enemy people, like enemy teams, can use your death totem, which sucks for. Because, like, we ran across a group who was using uh, a revenant that was playing with two groups. Yeah, it was two teams together. So we were facing, as a team of three, we were facing six people, which. They have that revenant then where they use the death totem up. Yeah. And so all of them just kept respawning back and then they just absolutely slaughtered us. So that was fun. It really wasn't actually, but especially <laughs> since it was ranked. That's the thing that pissed me off. Yeah. On from Revenant, we have the new weapon, which is the Sentinel Sniper Rifle. Uh and so something with the Sentinel Sniper Rifle is that it's there's now a new ammo type, which is sniper ammo, and I don't think really anybody likes it. <laughs> like, I feel like I feel like I understand why they put it in, but I feel like there's so many reasons why you should just keep it separate ammo that instead of making it all into one ammo, like shotgun ammo is, that it's just... Like, I guess you can make the argument that, like, since you have the the charge rifle versus the longbow like it doesn't make sense to have heavy ammo versus like at the energy ammo that the charge rifle will use i guess you could make the like the the like argument that the sniper ammo is just able to be changed between like matter states i guess of like having either a hard piercing you know uh the heavy ammo or you can make it into more of an energy type substance for a sniper rifle and there's only a certain amount so that way it's only really useful for sniper rifles but that's you also have to make really specific arguments then for that rather than just having energy ammo and stuff like that and i understand because they like sniper rifles are really powerful 
in uh, in Apex Legends. And so if you get a bunch of, if you get an energy weapon, or if you get like a heavy weapon and a, or a heavy AR and a heavy sniper rifle, so like the longbow and the hemlock, like you can have a really OP setup because you don't need two types of ammo and you don't need much ammo for the longbow. So essentially you can um, save a lot of storage space. And so I, to, so there's like an extent that I understand why there's sniper ammo but at the same time it's just like why i also think that they did sniper ammo so people can more fluidly switch between weapons so let's say i wanted to get a charge rifle through a game but i found a triple take to begin with so i pick up or not a triple take like say a longbow i pick up a longbow to begin with the round or the game and i get sniper attachments on that longbow but then when i switch to the charge rifle when i find it i need to find this whole new ammo source now too yeah. So you can't really you wouldn't you never used to be able to do that where you hold attachments on a weapon if it's a sniper rifle because of the different ammo types that they took. But that's why they could have also added the sentinel and just made it uh heavy ammo because they have the same thing with ARs. Like you have yeah. the light ammo ARs, you have the energy ARs, you have yeah, you have all that. And so if they just moved the g7 scout because they moved the g7 scout out of the sniper rifle category it moved it into the ar category kind of as more of a marksman rifle than a sniper rifle and so that means that it's now can only hold ar attachments and stuff like that so it can't have long range capabilities that it used to um but i mean it still has double tap which is nice as well but it's like if you kept it so that way there's because then there would be two energy ammo types and two heavy ammo types and then you'd also have the Kraber obviously which is the special ammo type then it would also make just a lot more sense because then you'd just like have same thing with like ARs like you'd have the R301 versus the Hemlock or same thing with SMGs where you have the R99 versus the Prowler like I think the challenge there is having to find that new ammo source when you're switching between weapons. Um, so I feel like if they didn't add the Sentinel, then I can understand it even more with that argument. But since they added the Sentinel, and that also seems like a heavy weapon type, then I feel like they could have just made it heavy weapon ammo, and then all of that would have been fixed. So, But that's just my personal opinion, so... But overall, the Sentinel sniper rifle is really fun. It's kind of like a baby Kraber, because um, <laughs> it's a it's a bolt action rifle, um, and so it's 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 actually pretty close to the longbow. It's just that it has higher, it does higher damage and it shoots slower, has less ammo, um, and but one special thing about it is that you can load a um, shield battery inside of the sentinel and then it'll do a ton of more damage it'll get disruptor rounds that like the alternator and that used to have yeah where when someone has armor or shields on it will do increased damage to that i think like 1.5 times or something crazy it's basically a craver shot then <laughs> yeah but you have to you have to make sure that you're accurate with that like i'd recommend that more for pc than i'd recommend it for anything else um but it is it's really powerful when you can get the shot down uh and really helpful but obviously then you'd need shield batteries for your health as well for your actual shields so it's all debatable whether you want to use it or not and if you're not good with 
shooting sniper rifles and just don't even think about it. So, uh, <laughs> so then we also have the map update. So there were some things that were added with the new update to make the map uh, not boring for the season. So it's not the same type of play. Um, it's still World's Edge. Uh, so the map is still the same. Um, and they are, they are also planning on switching it back over to Kings Canyon halfway through the season. Um, and I don't know if it's going to have, I don't know if it's going to be the original Kings Canyon or after everything was added to Kings Canyon before they switched to World's Edge. Or if it's going to be a King Canyon with even more added to it. Yeah, that could also be the case. Like it could be, it could be even after the Leviathans and that have moved on even further or something like that. I don't know. Some other crazy event that's happened. Which will probably be the case, honestly. <laughs> um, but the things that were added was one, probably the biggest thing there is the planet harvester, um, and this is a just this huge spot, um, in kind of by uh, train yard. If you go through that train yard tunnel, that giant open space, that's where the harvester is. It's very, very near to the dead center of the map. Yes, it is. Um, and don't try landing on top. We tried, we died because we couldn't get off fast enough because it's that high in the sky. Um, and it's like, it has good loot, but there's not a, really a lot of loot, in my opinion. Um, there's eight supply bins, uh, just like in the main center area. And then there's some other areas that are branching out of that. So I feel like going there alone is really good but if you have any sort of other squad that goes there it becomes really difficult um unless you take out that other squad to actually get loot but then you're also wasting health and stuff like that and time and everything so i feel like overall the harvester really isn't a good drop uh it is a good late game place uh to go to um or even just an after drop place to go to because uh, it has good loot, and it's, it is a good fighting spot, but not a good initial drop, in my opinion. And then there is also a big event that happened at Capital City, which is by Epicenter, the giant ice spikes that are sticking out of the ground. Um, that city near there has now split in two. There is a giant, um, I don't know, really, like a chasm, I guess. that Lava fissure? Yeah, it's just filled with lava in it. Um and buildings have fallen over, crashed. Like there's tons of debris in the streets now. Um, one of the shorter construction is now completely gone. <laughs> like it ate up that construction building. Um, and the main reason that they apparently did this was because that was one that was the biggest point of interest in the game um, last season. So. They decided to split it into two so that way more squads could go there and just have a different play style of fighting um, so that way it wasn't the same thing over and over again for the people who went to Capital City, uh, which I can understand, but I can also understand them people moving away from that because they're mad that their main drop went away. I would say I think that's actually part of the reason was because as we'll get through later, they were kind of trying to draw people to other locations as well, not just these points yeah. of interest. So I think it was to give the overall area less loot for people because it's destroying, as he said, the construction building and multiple other buildings where you can no longer get in and loot. 
So I think that takes part of the draw from people. And when you get into fights in this new capital city, there's two choke points. The only way to get from fractured east to fractured west is go way around the edges of the lava fissure or take a zip line or a fallen building across. Those well, are the only two ways to get across the fissure. There is another way that they added because of that reason, which is the updraft. Because you could, you can, they wanted to make it so that way you weren't subjective, you weren't subjected to, um, like caustic and watson where they could trap you in those spots um especially when you're running out of time and circles coming in and you could get into a really heated fight um basically a whole bunker situation from king's canyon um and so they decided to like add it so that way instead of just jumping to your death into those uh, into that lava pit um it'll actually provide a boost where you go into third person and you start flying up very slowly. You you do take damage. Um, and I forget what the tick rate is for that, for the damage. I don't know um, the tick rate, but it's a guaranteed 25 damage. Yeah. It's a guaranteed 25 damage. Um, I know that I like hardcore jumped in there. Like I tried it with octane and tried to get as high up in the air and into there as I could. And I'm pretty sure I only took like 75 damage cause I had purple shield in it. And I still had one bar left. Um, so you raise up in third person, but it makes you a very, very easy target. Um, but it is another way to get from fraction uh, east to fraction west or vice versa. Uh, even in other places as well, because there is uh, there is another there are some more of these chasms that you can find around the map, uh, like around the planet harvester as well. Um, so, yeah. The developers were originally actually going to make an insta-kill if you fell yeah, in these. Yeah. <laughs> but then they decided that would be very sucky for people who yeah, accidentally fell in or what have bad. you. So, But they still wanted to punish people. That's why the updraft does damage and makes it so slow because it makes you actually have to think about, do I want to do this? Do I want to subject myself to basically being a pinata for everyone to shoot at me? <laughs> While taking damage from While, burning. Yeah. So it makes people think about it as opposed to just instantly murdering them. Yeah, so the last place that they added, um, which is actually north, uh, like northwest kind of, of Epicenter, at least I'm pretty sure it is, Yeah, uh, is Survey Camp. Um, and this is one of the newer, smaller areas, um, kind of like drill site. It's probably, it's a little smaller than drill site. It's a fair bit smaller than drill site. Um, There's like four it's, buildings. It's like if you cut drill site in half, that's pretty much Survey yeah. Camp. Um, I'm just trying to figure out a good, like, analogy for it. <laughs> Overlook, maybe? Maybe. Eh, but that's not a lot of, like, separated buildings. Yeah. Um, but essentially, this actually is kind of a reminder of going into the training mode because they have weapon racks there where you're able to pick up a weapon off of this rack. So if you ever played uh, training mode before and you see the line of light ammo weapons, that's kind of the same thing here. Um, so I've seen, like... Hemlocks, uh, R301s, flatlines. Flatlines. Um, I've seen a longbow on there one time. Uh, I we haven't gone there much, so. Yeah. But the developers have said that they did this to provide an alternative to dropping at these high loot premier spots like yeah. Capital City was before, because this guarantees you get a weapon. It yeah. guarantees you get a, a fairly good weapon at that. But you only have the base ammo. You don't have. Yeah. You don't get any reserve ammo dropped around it like you would if you were to just find a, a weapon laying on the ground. But it kind of is meant to draw people, as opposed to like Capital City, where you could drop 
go through like three buildings, not find a weapon, then die, this guarantees you will get a weapon. So they also changed how ranked works a little bit. Um, so obviously everyone's reset again. Uh, and they're also adding a master tier, which I'm pretty sure comes, uh, which is basically like the new Apex Predator, except for whoever's in the top 500 of that master tier is now going to be the Apex Predators. And this is per platform. Yeah, so PC, Xbox, PlayStation. Uh, is, is it on Switch? I don't think it's on Switch. I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, but yeah, so that's all that we really have to say about Rank Series 3. Um, and so now they have the uh, anniversary login gift as well because it's it's about a year now. Um, actually, it's pretty much exactly a year now. Um, and so if you log in between uh, February 4th and February 11th, right now this episode will be coming out February 10th, so you have today and tomorrow for listening to this, um, if it, this is a reminder, uh, to receive this anniversary gift. Um, and essentially, you get a year one origami flyer charm um, and a year one loyalty badge. Uh, there are three tiers for the loyalty badge, depending on how late you were to joining or not. So, like, our group pretty much got the game immediately, so we all got the top tier badge. Um, and then you also get 10,000 XP for your first match of the day, um, which is apparently available each day um, if you log in during this time. So definitely get this, because then you'll be able to get those credits quicker um, and even more Apex packs as well. So also some uh, other things about loot. So we obviously have the new sniper ammo, uh, and then we also have a new attachment, which is the extended magazine for uh, sniper rifles since, you know, they changed energy ammo, uh, and, um, you know, they, ch they changed it all over to sniper ammo, so you can't use those previous uh, extended ammo uh, or extended magazine stuff. So now they added one specifically for sniper ammo, um, and energy ammo now gives, uh, 30 ammo per pickup instead of 20 because of how rare it is. I don't understand why they don't just make it more common, but... Well, they've already said it's because the only energy ammo you can find is next to the weapons, and since they... You can find energy ammo otherwise. I'm pretty sure you can, at least. Oh, most of the ammo that people find is next to the weapons. Pardon me. But most most ammo that people are picking up is next to the weapons, and there's only now two energy weapons. Because energy ammo was already hard enough to find. Yeah. So then they even limit it further by having less weapon spawns with it. They are just increasing that so people have more access to it with these fewer weapon spawns. Yeah. Um, and then they also made it so that way the L-Star is now an LMG. That uh, Actually, I think it's an LMG, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's an energy LMG, um, and it was essentially replaced with the Devotion. So the Devotion is now a weapon that you can get uh, in the care packages instead, and only has a, a specific amount of ammo. And I understand that completely, because if you ever got the attachment for, uh, like, f I can't remember what the attachment is called. Turbocharger. Turbocharger. Um, then you could abs absolutely destroy people with the Devotion. And it was really powerful. So now they just have it as a care package weapon. 
um, that automatically has turbocharger on it, I'm pretty sure at least. Yeah. Um, and it, it demolishes everything. So, <laughs> um, and the L-Star sucks still. And to play into that, where the Devotion now automatically has a turbocharger, they removed the turbocharger attachment from the game. Yeah. So now you can't get that for a Havoc if you were to have it. You can only put Select Fire on the Havoc now. Uh, and so they also um, removed extended ma- magazines for energy ammo as lo- uh, along with the turbocharger. Um, so yeah. We also have a couple Legend updates. Um, so for Bloodhound, um, so downing players as Bloodhound now adds five seconds to the Beast of the Hunt timer. Um, and it's actually possible to exceed the starting time if you get enough uh, kills with him, which is kind of stupid, but amazing at the same time. Um, he was already powerful, in my opinion, but they didn't have to buff him even more. <laughs> um, and then for Crypto as well, they fixed stuff with uh, Gibraltar's Dome Shield, so you can no longer stick it on the Crypto Drone. Uh, same thing with you can no longer destroy a friendly's Gibraltar Shield on accident anymore, which is nice. Um, I didn't even know that existed, to be honest with you, but that's just because our group never plays Gibraltar, so... Yeah. There were also some bug fixes and quality of life fixes that there always is in game updates. Um, but besides that, that's the entire update. I would really recommend trying out Revenant. He looks super fun to play. He does look kind of like my playstyle, um, so I'm really excited to play him. Um, and yeah, so game on. Find AFCast on Instagram and Twitter, at AFCommunity, for any updates on future podcast episodes. If you want to join the community Discord, find the link in the description or on the website, afcommunity.com. Special thanks to DJ Augie for making the music for this podcast.